mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey everybody, welcome to Marriage of Martinis. I'm Adam, here is Danielle. Hello. Uh, so, yeah, so we're going to lighten it up a little bit from our last few episodes. Sure. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> so, and I think we're going to show our age a little bit on this one too. Oh, definitely. Right? But it's going to be fun. I think people will relate to... Uh, so we're talking about technology and how it's influenced our lives and what we've used in our past versus today. Like... All the stuff about technology, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So fun, lighthearted, shouldn't be any fights. Yeah, I wanted <laughs> to just let everybody know that we're okay. After the last episode, we're not fighting anymore. But wait, but I think we've, we, we said that in the episode, right? We, we stopped recording for like an hour and talked it through. And I think the vibe was completely different after the fact. Mm-hmm. Right? I think so. Yeah. And I think that we've been working together more on the budgeting. <laughs> yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah. no. We have. I mean, you know, you're saying give me more money and I'm okay, saying Okay, see, now this is not good. <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> no, I think we completely have. I think we're, we're getting there. It's a mm-hmm. process. It's a process for yeah, sure. Yeah. But thank God we got it started. And we didn't talk about, by the way, which I think might be helpful for some people. We didn't talk about this last episode because it's not just solely financially based. But while we took that break for that hour, one of the things that we discussed was, hey, listen, we need to have this weekly meeting. Yeah, we this, talked about that in the episode. Did we? I thought okay. that was during the fight. I, there, or not the fight, during the break. It was, but then we went back on and said, we decided, you know, because we decided that we're going to do a weekly meeting. Oh, okay. So we did one so far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think it was very positive and very helpful for both of us. Mm-hmm. We're going to have another one tomorrow being Sunday. So I think Sunday morning might be our morning. It will be a religious experience. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ayahuasca and everything involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I, I think it's so good. I wish that we had been doing that for years. Of course. I mean, we don't have time for anything. Mm-hmm. So we have to take, sometime on a for us Sunday morning because that's all we have right to be able to do this but maybe tomorrow you could come with some things too last time you were like okay what you got what do you got <laughs> first what of all talking about that's not even true yes it is but I had my computer I was taking notes you are it was, was great it was really great I was a good boy oh god <laughs> <laughs> all right so anyway so yeah so technology so what was there any reason you came up with this or just because hey listen Let's get light and talk about something fun, like a little bit of both. Okay, a little bit of both. Um, Are the squeaking, by the way, is Billy not Billy, but Billy the, chewing on his balls. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I guess 
right now, look, we had, we've said it a million times, one kid just started middle school, one kid just started high school, we have a kid going to college. Um, we are in, in all different areas of dealing with technology, right? Plus the fact that, you know, my life is consumed by technology. I mean, I, I work, my work is, is technology, you know, my personal life is like, just, I, I feel like I am, it's constant. I, I think we should have me and the kids on my mic talking to you about, yeah, we agree. Right. Well, that's what you said during the meeting. You were like, are, are we during the meeting last week? I was on my phone and you were like, are we talking or not? Like what's going yeah. on? Why are you on your phone? Right. Like come prepared. Don't right. be looking up stuff on your phone while we're talking. No, I, but I wasn't looking stuff up is what I told you. Jonah was getting picked up f- to play with a friend and the mom was like texting me. And what could I, I couldn't be like, you're on your way here, but sorry, uh, we, um, we're in the middle of a meeting. She needed to know something and I had to tell her at that moment. Right. That was one text. That's all I did. But no, I mean, th- there was constant on the phone, constant like in your face phone technology, like. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's no talking to Danielle without mm-hmm. a, f- like yeah, it's so bad. It's an extension of you. I know. It's like we it's need, so we bad. know talking to Danielle, like there's a, there's a phone too. Yeah, I know. It's hard. I have such an addiction. I mm-hmm. really do. I have such an addiction to the point where the first thing I do when I roll over in the middle of the night, like if I wake up and I'm like, mm, am I going to be able to fall back to right back to sleep? Mm, probably not. Roll over, get my phone, check Twitter, check Instagram. Like, and then I get myself going and I can't stop. Right. But right. So but when we, we try to talk to you and then it's, you know, there's an excuse for uh, I'm texting Jonah's friend's mom. I'm texting mm-hmm. whatever. Ian's texting me because he does a thing. like there's always a. Well, that is all true. OK, but there's always some kind of like rational excuse as to why you're checking your phone. But it's like we have this meeting. Get that shit taken care of beforehand or afterhand or whatever, because we have this 30 minutes together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or come prepared, don't look something up while we're talking. Like, you know what I mean? Yes, and that's definitely definitely partially my fault and also partially the fault of, I think a lot of people will relate to the fact that n- with technology, you're never off. You're never not available, right? Like, it, it's I a, am. Well, you're not. You're, Always. But you're, that's not true. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, with what I do, I don't, for the most part, I'm not engaged with my phone Ever in uh, any sense of the word. The second you get home and sit on the couch, you're scrolling and you're doing stuff I, on the yeah, phone. Out of boredom, like there's, right. like, I'm not doing anything. Like, but when I'm in, when I'm at work, like or whatever. Yeah. Like if you're trying to text me or whatever, and I don't get back to you right away because I'm not engaged with my phone 24 seven. I'm not. Right. My phone's not on me or it's off or whatever. Well, that's like, one thing I'm going to talk about. Also, is just the constant pop ups on the phone. You know, throughout the day and the interruptions and you know, it's, it's yeah really out of control, but well, yes, I, I am a hundred percent. I am addicted to my phone. I knew most of this episode was going to come back to the phone, to the mm-hmm. smartphone, to the, whatever you have. Well, wouldn't you say that's the greatest technological advancement in, uh, I, for, for, um, for the common person, for userability, for yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, because there's thousands of other things out there that are way, you know, beyond. But 
you know, for other reasons that we don't use in our everyday lives. But yes, for our everyday use, for us as civilians, for us as normal people, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's incredible. But I wanted to make sure we discussed other things too because that's not the only Oh, definitely. I have lots of other things. Okay. All right, fun. All right, cool. Let's, please, go ahead. <laughs> well, I asked what, so we are, we've been through a lot in our 45 years on this planet of technology, right? Like we, I mean, when my parents came on, and again, I, I think last time I said the wrong numbers, they're episode 104 and 105, I think. When my parents came on, my, my parents are 80, um, you know, they were talking about switchboards and telephones and how you would get a phone call and it would be, you know. There's like, a person on the other yeah, end there's a person, plugging in a thing yeah, to like, connect the call. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, there are only so many lines available at that time that, you know, I, and I remember there being a time where they're like, you would try to call somebody and they'd be like, all the lines are full right now. Mm-hmm. On 9-11, I remember that happening, um, that I was trying to get in touch with my sister because she was by the World Trade Center. And I remember all day it just saying, all the lines are full, mm. all the lines are full, and I couldn't get through. So definitely, it, that was still an issue. And I don't even know what that means. Like, all I see are three telephone wires on the poles. <laughs> is that what that is? Each of those is a telephone line? And I, I don't know. Like, how, how does it work? I don't even know anymore. Like I get it back in the, the, you know, the old days when people were at switchboards plugging in like, here's a call. Let me plug it into here. So you get the call. Like, yeah. I get that. But now, I, how could it be full? You know, like, I don't know about now, but this was 2001, I'm saying. But I, re- right. I know that when I was growing up, there would be times you'd call, try to call somebody and it would say, all the lines are full right now. Please try back again. You don't remember that? No. Oh. But they were talking about, you know, the fact that they had one phone in their house and, you know, they would have to share and, you know, th- they would like wait for their turn and um, it was a complex process. Yeah. But I even, you know, in our 45 years, it's gotten to be, you know, the speed of technology is beyond no i love that you said that actually because that's why i think our generation is the best every generation says that i know but as far as technology is concerned we we've been from before through today like we've seen all the technology you know like we were there from pong (laughs) to what's available today we were there like what did they make? Well, wait, it? but you can say that about our parents. No, like what? What exist? Like in when was the car invented in the nineteen twenties? Like when was the advancement on cars made from the twenties? Like I don't know. Like when were cars made better? The seventies? It like things took a long time to evolve. Things took, you know, maybe you had a better toaster for your house, or maybe you had a better refrigerator for the house. Like the the advancements that we've seen far outpaces anything that that were to the previous hundred years, you know, like since the beginning of, you know, the industrial revolution or technology was concerned or like not much happened in the scheme of things before we existed. Mm-hmm. We've seen it all. You know what well, I mean? Well, I recently watched The Gilded Age on HBO, which you would hate. It's very slow, but it's all about, you know, the, um, the rising of New York City, right? So it starts with, uh, you see, you know, the, 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 brownstones being built and you see um 
everything that's going on at the turn of the century. And, you know, there's one night where they all stand outside and it's the first night that they're lighting up a building with electricity and, you know, all of that. Like, it's it's really cool. I le- I love the show. I mean, I like, I like the show very much, but I love that aspect of it. I mean, I love that stuff. Like, seeing, you know, the first time of people using, you know, a, a record player or yeah. a, um, it's amazing but it is incredible that you know these these advancements um i mean especially in new york city right like what what to watch the rise of that and how things have changed and now you look at you know times square and it's all lights and it's all in not that long of a time mm-hmm. so um but have you seen have you i don't know where i saw it it's probably a youtube thing or whatever uh the progression of New York City from like before people through today where it starts off as like just land mm-hmm. and then you know it's a fast paced video of and it was time it was uh, it was purchased for like thirty seven dollars yeah I don't know if that's like is that a myth real or, right yeah I don't I'm not sure I don't know but it shows the progression of like the it was just trees and land and lakes mm-hmm. like the whole thing and then in a fast paced motion video of the building and the horses mm-hmm. and then the cars and then the skyscrapers and then the, you know the, the whole it's really interesting to say yeah i want to watch that yeah I, I it's probably just some youtube like i don't even know where or when i saw it right but it was fun to watch but but anyway like it was fun it, it's funny that you mentioned your parents with the phones and all that kind of stuff because you asked me kind of what my earliest memories of technology was you know as a kid and it my first thing that I could think of was the phone when we went from a rotary phone to a push button phone. Mm-hmm. Right. Did, did you have rotary phones in your oh, house? Probably longer than you did. Yeah. My parents were way behind with technology. Okay. All right. So, but, but you remember the rotary phone in your house. Definitely. And then you remember getting the, the push button phone instead. Right. So you not, I don't know if I remember that. Like, I don't know if I remember getting it, but I certainly remember having a rotary phone okay. and with a really long cord. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, you know, you could like wrap that thing 75 times around somebody. Well, you have to, you have to pace back and forth in the kitchen while you're talking well, to somebody And you wrap it around your finger yeah, and course. then you unwrap it around <laughs> your finger. You wrap it around your wrist. You unwrap it around your wrist. But even better was when caller ID became available. Or I don't know if that was first or the answering machine was first. See, because like people who don't know who who weren't alive back then, we had a separate answering machine that you plug into your phone and a separate caller ID box that you got from the phone company, right? So you have all these boxes hooked up to your phone. So when the phone rings, you could see who's calling on a separate box. And then you have that little mini tape player for your answering machine. That no, that can... w- I think that was definitely after the answering machine. The caller ID? Yeah. Okay. But it was a separate... I remember getting the box with the mini tape that you press record and be like, hey, we're not here to leave a message. It's after so the tone. funny we're out of everything home. that you said answering machine because that's one of the few things that I said also that I remember getting the answering machine and it was such a big deal. 
and we would have like wars in my household about who, who, who left. Le- so my dad message. would always leave a message and it would be very stern. It would be like, you have reached. And he would never say your name because, you know, then people would come and like rob you. And he was like, and I have to do it because they have to know that there's a guy in the house, you know, that. Gonna... <laughs> right. So so he would and he'd be like, you have reached and, you know, 609, blah, 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 you know, like that, not the name, the number. And then it would literally just be like, we are not here. Leave a message and we'll call you back. <laughs> and then I would leave one and I'd be like, what's up? <laughs> you want to hear something? With like, you know, genuine by pony in the background, you know, like. You want to hear something weird a pony by fucked genuine. up that I don't even realize how my parents let me do. Where Your home phone was your only phone number. Like your only source of contact was your home phone, right? So if the... If the mortgage, the bank has to call, they call your home phone. If your boss has to call, they call the home phone. Like everybody calls the home phone, right? So for whatever reason, I don't even know why my parents let me. Like I came home from camp, sleepaway camp one summer and I just got into Metallica. So I played it on the machine and I was like, leave a message. <laughs> <laughs> and they let me do it. Like what my parents weird... too, I feel like let me <laughs> leave really stupid stuff. Yeah. It's so, but, but, but like their friends call that, you know what I mean? Like I would never. Well, and then you would have a friend come over and record the message for you. Like they would you record mean? your house message. So it would be like their voice on your message. You know, that was like uh-huh. your friend could record the, the voice. I have so many answering machine I, I have memories. Like, First of all, it was that brown big box yeah. with the tape inside. Everything was brown in the 80s. Everything was yeah. brown. And then you, you know, you would, if you were expecting a call, either from, you know, a boy or a girl you liked or a friend or whatever, you would have to listen to all the messages mm-hmm. to, to hope that yours was coming, you know, and like eventually you could skip to the next message. That was what, you know, but that was eventually, oh, not that was at a first. a long way away. Right. So that's digital shit. Yeah. So that was, you know, I, I just have such memories of the answering machine. That was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Next is also, did you have an Atari? Yeah, we had, I have an older brother. Right. Okay. So I think at that point it was either, it, I think it was only Atari because that was a seventies thing, which led into the eighties when we got, but ColecoVision came after that. So like only like, I don't know if it was the rich people who got the ColecoVision. I don't remember. But all I know about it, I had the Atari, and I remember loving playing the Atari, like, all day. But it, the funny thing is, like, now, you will be playing Madden on his computer, and you'll walk up to the screen and think you're watching, like, a, a real game. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, like, you're looking at football. Mm-hmm. And I'll go to YouTube and bring up like football Atari, like the games I used to play and show him. And it's like, like, and it's like nonsense. These eight bit old stupid graphics, but we loved it and think it was amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, that probably my favorite, you know, memory of technology as a kid. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Nintendo, all of that. But really for me, um, well, first of all, calling for movie times. That was yeah, a big that, thing. But that extended well into the 90s. That, yeah. was, that was pre-web. But you had to listen to every single movie and every <laughs> right. single time. And if, God forbid, you weren't paying attention or someone was loud in the background or something and you missed your movie time, you had to call and do it all over again. Or you had to listen all over again to get your movie time. Wasn't there a Seinfeld bit on that? 
on the show. I'm not sure. Where Kramer was like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kramer had the, I don't know what happened. I don't remember. He had the number or maybe it was a, people had the wrong number and it was Kramer's number and they would call looking for movie times. And he became, he would have the paper in front of him talking like. Oh, yes. I do remember <laughs> that. Yeah. And he'd be like, press one if you're looking I for movie That, hey, that yes. was really funny. But that's the way it was. That yep. was reality for us to find, you know, mm-hmm. the movies. Uh, which which also is, you know, the VHS, which is an 80s thing, too, where I kind of miss that. I kind of miss that blockbuster or local movie store experience. Oh, absolutely. You know, like we we have it now kind of where you scroll Netflix for an hour before if you find something to watch. But we used to go to the store and like browse the shit and have I thought it was fun. Like a, so like, fun. Like a family experience, you know? And if the one in front, you know, they had like multiple, all the copies out. And if the one mm-hmm. in front was taken, you're like, please let the one behind it not be taken. <laughs> right? Because they would keep the empty sleeve out mm-hmm. if it was taken. And then you would like, you know, be like, okay, there's three copies. If it was a new release, there would be like three copies. <laughs> and you'd be like, oh my God, please let the second or the third still have it in. And you would just rush there, you know, the day of its release, you would rush to the store and just run there. And then there'd be the adult section behind the curtain. <laughs> the beads. With the beads. <laughs> the <beaded> yep. <laughs> yep. That, you know, you would try to get back into and, you know, if nobody was around. Uh, yeah, I think video stores, all, you know, that's the thing is that all, there's so many, there's so many experiences that have been taken away by everything being so fast paced and so available, right? Like there's so much excitement taken away. You know, you think about film roles, right? That the week that you're waiting until your film is developed and you can't wait to see the pictures and you go to the what was it called? The Ritz? The Ritz? What? It was like a it was like a Ritz Photoshop or something or one hour photo. Fo- you know, maybe that was one. One of hour them. photo was way later, but um, you know that whole process of oh, I hope they came out well, right? I you know mm-hmm. you there's no now you just delete the picture and take it again. But it was literally like, did I get a good one? Was my finger in front of the flash? Was there, you know, and waiting and going to the to the place and and you know. Am I ordering singles or doubles? And you had to make the decision not knowing what the pictures were going to look like. So am I going to spend an extra $8.95 and get the doubles when I don't even know if they're going to be good? They were all red-eyed anyway. It didn't matter. They were all (laughs) red-eyed, right? But then eventually you could pay to get the red-eye out. Right. So like for me, mixtapes was Mm -hmm. the ultimate that there was – Look, now we have playlists and you can make a playlist in five minutes with 70 songs. You know, you just click, click, click. And and that's great. I mean, I love it. I love being able to make playlists. But I feel like with mixed tapes, it was like an art. Yeah. Like yeah. you you proved your love to your girl or boyfriend. A hundred percent. Or your best day. friend. Or, yeah, or, whoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that takes time, that takes thought, yep. that takes dedication, that takes like mm-hmm. all this stuff. And sometimes you would press if if you were fancy enough that your uh, boombox. We, I was just gonna say I had a boombox. So, so okay, good. Um, that had a microphone, so you can press record and talk into the mixtape too. And be like, I put this one on because I thought, <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me of when we walked oh my God. the Blockbuster together. I you don't know. know if I had that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you never made me a mixtape. 
Because I met you way beyond. No, I think there were still mixtapes when we first met in high school. No. Yes, my boyfriend, my junior year of high school, gave me a mixtape. He he lived in Florida. He gave me a mixtape of country music. <laughs> and I had to listen to that thing like eight times before I was like, okay, I kind of like it. You know, it was. What year did I meet you in high school? Was it 96, 97? No, 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 94. 95. Oh, 95. yeah. What? 96, 97. We were out of high school. Right. Right. 94. Mm-hmm. Um, Cassettes were out by then, right? That was more CDs. That no, was... you could, yeah, you could, but you still could do because you couldn't make a mixed CD unless you were a nerd like me and you knew how to do that. Oh, I didn't know how because I that. loved computers. You probably used Napster too, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I could Napster. never figure it out. But Napster was stupid. I mean, like you would spend. First of all, that was dial-up modem days anyway, and you would go on there and be like, "Oh my god, this album is free! I'm going to download it." And you download one song, and it's not even the song you expected it to be, or it was like something in another language. Like it was, it was so dumb. Like mm. it, it didn't never worked. It mm-hmm. was, yeah, right. All right. W- we have to really take a break. We're way beyond. Oh God. How did that happen? Because I'm we're having so, so much fun that talking is, about this the past. This is fun. You know, I know we're, we're through question one. <laughs> right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we're going to move on. Who knows? All right. We'll be right back. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Those are the kinds of things that I, I do wish that our kids still had, right? Because this, the idea of being – I used to sit in my room alone and, again, it was like an art form. I would make these mixtapes and I would plan the the chronological order, right? Why were they in this order? What was each song – representative of and I would you know write the songs on the little cardboard sheet or you know whatever that was mm-hmm. um yeah the insert to the cassette the insert tape. and yeah. and you know you would you would try to perfect the art of not hearing the click in between the songs or learning how to um learning how to uh like make one song kind of go into the other right and 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 it would take time and it was interesting and it was like challenging in its own way and and it was an activity that you could do by yourself in your room and I feel like right today there's not much like that I mean I think the equivalent of that now is like Minecraft or something you know there's there there isn't much unless you can think of something I mean our son Jonah does he loves art and he sits there in colors for a long time Mm -hmm. but it's and it's wonderful I'm so happy he has that passion and everything but this was it's some it was something unique and uh you know the way you did it was you had you put like your heart and soul into it not to say he's not putting his heart and soul into his art and everything like that but there was just something so wonderful and innocent and well that brings up a valid point because 
we had time alone to be creative and do things, right? Like without interference, without interactions, without talking to people, without when we were home and in our rooms, there was no communication unless you called somebody. Mm-hmm. Other than that, you're by yourself mm-hmm. being creative. And that's what's missing today. Yeah. You know, like we were making a mixtape without the influence of anyone or anything or, you know, anybody. We were same thing like with Jonah's doing now with like you said the coloring like the, he's doing it without the phone without without maybe he is I don't even know like is he FaceTiming somebody while he's doing it I don't think so no he's not FaceTiming but he's he's drawing a lot of stuff that he sees on YouTube videos which is fine yeah oh totally but yeah we, we, we I you know we did shit that we saw on TV we did shit that we saw you yeah know, throughout the day like that's okay you mm-hmm. know the influence you know from our everyday lives is fine mm-hmm. But we don't, we had hours of being alone, mm-hmm. hours of not talking to people mm-hmm. and doing it. Like I used to, I, I I was a huge, I talked about it many times. I was a huge collector of baseball cards, right? And I loved baseball. I was a huge Yankees fan. I would take, you know, the non-valuable cards and cut them up, cut the players out of the cards and make my own baseball cards using the, the cutout of the player on the card. Like I would sit there with like neon construction paper and make the card and, you know, put, put the, you know, cut out the card and, or cut out the player and put him, you know, glue him onto the card and make my own designs of baseball. Like. That's so cute. Yeah. It was, I loved it. It was amazing. I loved doing it. No, of course not. I know. I throw away all of Jonah's stuff sometimes and I'm like, oh shit, should I have thrown that away? But like, right. It's just sitting on my kitchen table and but but we had the time to you know be in our heads in a positive way you know like just forget about everything that was going on in Mm -hmm. our everyday lives and do our own creative things yeah this is going so out of order but on that same train of thought that is really really awful for today because you know, when, when if you would sit in your room and make a mixtape or you would sit in your room and, you know, I don't know, put together a collage. I mean, when I was younger, the big thing was you would have all these teen magazines. Teen bop. And, yeah. And for somebody's birthday, you would make them a collage and you would cut out words that, mm-hmm. you know, were indicative of what they were like, you know, fierce and, and you know, strong and all this <laughs> stuff. I mean, I don't know if this was a I think it was probably a girl thing. And and you would you know, cut them all out and, and you'd steal your mom's magazines and everything. And it was a process and it was a, and during that time you're thinking about doing something for your friends, you know, we would all make them for each other and then hang them on our walls. And, and now our son who's in ninth grade, second to second, it's why didn't that person snap me back? Why didn't they open my snap? Like literally you, you, you can't get through anything. Well, you wake up and you're FaceTiming a friend. Like, that's what, you know what I'm but saying? But it's also the waiting game of, whereas we would just be concentrating on that friend and our friendship and what's so special about it for all that period of time and everything. And and there wasn't any kind of moment to moment, are we still friends? Are they mad at me? What happened? Why aren't they snapping me back? Why didn't they like my Instagram picture? Like, right. you had all this time by yourself to just sort of, be in the moment and cherish your friendship in that way. I think that right now it's literally a second by second like mystery of, oh my God, why, why are, you know, I open Snapchat, they're with that friend and they're not with me. And like, there's no 
pause of just being confident and in your friendships and everything. I think the social stuff with Snapchat, uh, Snapchat is my arch nemesis. I hate it. There, there's no just getting lost in the moment and being okay. I think that there's so much, everything is changing by every second, mm-hmm. especially with this fucking Snapchat. I hate it that everything disappears. Why, why is Snapchat so much worse than anything else? Instagram because or Twitter? there are no kids. Well, at least in our area, kids no longer text each other. Right. So when Ian would text with his friends, I could at least know what was sort of going on or the texts are there or. So from a parental point of view, it's. I think for kids, too. I mean, I think they all do it because that's the way they communicate now. And you can't really take it away from your kid. Like you can't really, at least where we live, you can't really take Snapchat away from your kid because all communication goes on on there that you're going to be cutting them off from everything that's going on. So it's like taking the phone away from us back in the day. Right, like no communication. Right, like you can't. Yeah, there's yeah, no exactly, phone for exactly the rest of the night or whatever. Right, and and it's hard because you can't. You know, people like sometimes Ian will say to me, "If I don't Snapchat this person back, they're gonna be they're gonna think I don't right. I'm mad at them or I don't." You know, so it's all time restricted. That's it's time sensitive. So whereas we would lose ourselves in a process and lose ourselves in a moment and a activity, I don't think unless you're at a practice where you're not allowed to have your phone or, you know, your phone is dead or there's not a lot of that now, you know, Mm -hmm. and then you have to also explain yourself after, oh, sorry, I was at dinner with my family and they wouldn't let me have my phone or, you know, you're constantly explaining yourself. Whereas when we were younger, like you didn't get back to somebody for two days. It was because your parents were either on the phone and they had lots of business calls or, you know, you, you, it was okay and expected. Mm-hmm. Whereas now if you're not back and for grownups too, right? With jobs and everything, it, we are on all the time. You mm-hmm. can't ever just lose yourself in something. And I do think, like my sister, when she drives, she has that focus turned on, you know, so you know she's driving and you can expect that she's not going to get back to you. There's the do not disturb that you can put on that, you know, people know. But for kids, especially, I I think it is, I can't imagine the heightened anxiety and the constant state of waiting and panic and anxiety that takes place all day long, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and. I know it's all social media, but this fucking Snapchat is just, I think it's like evil. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I really no hate idea. it. I really, really hate it. All right. Yeah. Should we get rid of it? Can we do that? You can't. You can't. Look, you can. I'm sure maybe some parents do, you know, and you, they have their reasoning for it and everything, but it's it would literally be like taking him out of the social circle right. and not knowing what's going on. I wonder why that's so much more than just texting each other. Because it disappears. Right. So whatever you say is gone. It disappears. It's very private. Yeah. Which is also, you can get bullied. You can be harassed and it's gone. Mm. It's dangerous in my opinion. I hate it. And I I like social media very much in many ways. Oh, do you? I do. We would never know. Oh. I thought you were being serious for a second. (laughs) All right. Let's move away from like the, that aspect of technology for a second Mm -hmm. and 
talk about other kinds of technologies for a little bit. If you even have this, I'm not sure if you do. Um, but you asked me, what are your favorite advancements in technology? You know, either gadgets or apps or tools. Like, but those are all like kind of phone based. Did you have it? Do you have anything that you could think of that you're excited about advancing in technology that's not have to do with a phone? Uh, what, what would I be excited to happen or what am I excited has already happened? Uh, whichever. Who cares? There's no format here. We're okay. free flow So here. my favorite technology is navigation. Okay. Because good I one. really, I know this sounds, and you, I think you can attest to this, and I don't know what it is. I still have issues with this. I literally do not know my left from my right. No, you don't. I don't. Right. And and Correct. I don't know if that's left. a learning disability. I don't know what that is, but I I really, really don't. Especially, no, I think it's common. It's not even maybe. Yeah, you know, I can put my thing, my my left hand <laughs> up and do the L, but you can't do that when you're driving and everything. And and even the other day, Mia was asking me, you know, about something, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, it's on your left." And then I was like, "No, no, no, it's on your right." No, it is your left. Like, I just I can't figure it out for the life of me. I don't know shit about north, south, east, west. Like, fuck that. No way. You tell me to go south, I'm going to like go into the fucking cement on the ground. I have no idea what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. But navigation, um, I just don't know how I survived without it. And I don't think I did. I remember being lost in Philadelphia at two o'clock in the morning, having no idea how to get home. Um, because I, there, you know, I, there were, I, printed out MapQuest and it was dark and I was by myself and I couldn't read MapQuest. Well, I was just going to ask you, so MapQuest was probably not helpful to you because it might say to you, turn left in a mile and then turn right in three miles, you know. Yeah, and you have to helpful. read it while you're driving. You need to you need, you need, need to see a screen that shows the blue arrow exactly. that just, goes yes. in the so, direction that you're going, whether exactly. it's right or left or straight or back or mm -hmm. whatever, right? And, and I still fuck it up a lot. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, for me, navigation is a gift from God. But I love that, by the way, because that trans transitions to what I wanted to say, because you're talking about satellites, right? Satellites provide GPS signals for your navigation, right? So, what just happened recently, which I think is fucking Is that what does it? I have no fucking yes. idea. Yes. I just thought there were, like, <laughs> traffic guards up in the sky <laughs> right. with uh, lighted up... Yeah, there's there's got there's men and women up in space. Yeah. with those airplane poles mm -hmm. that they go left and right mm -hmm. when they're with their hands. You say that like you're joking, but I would be like, <laughs> oh, okay. I have no idea how it works. Right. So those are satellites, right? So mm -hmm. the satellites are they encompass the Earth and provide the GPS systems for you to know when you're getting to Starbucks, right? So that's perfect for you. But what's amazing and what just happened recently for the first time ever in history of humanity. Am I building this up enough? I'm not sure. But we just recently launched satellites to deflect an asteroid that could, this was not like earthbound potential, like hitting earth or anything, but it was kind of our practice. But so NASA sent a satellite 7 million miles away to deflect an asteroid off its course, right? So that, could potentially one day save humanity, right? So if there's a an asteroid coming to Earth, so you're saying there's going to be Earth. no Armageddon too? No. So right. Bruce Willis is no longer needed. Oh, but he's not working anymore. I know. Anyway. I know. I, I feel know. bad, and I shouldn't say he's no, no longer needed. We always need you, Bruce I Willis. I need right? you, like, Bruce yeah, Willis. Yeah, I know. I, like he's got an issue and he can't act I anymore. Love we, him. Yeah, we we get it. But 
he is no longer needed to mine an oil asteroid. The oil drill. <laughs> to, right. Right. To dig into an asteroid to explode mm-hmm. it because we are learning how to deflect asteroids. So we we will not go the way of the dinosaurs. So you're saying it's real life Pong. Uh, real life Pong. Um, okay. That doesn't go from one thing. uh, I get it. I understand. Uh, Right. I mean, (laughs) so that's fucking cool. Mm -hmm. Right. I think that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Like, Like we just figured out how to, there's an asteroid coming. Nope. You're going this way instead. Mm-hmm. Instead of killing us, mm-hmm. maybe it should. Maybe we shouldn't do that. I know that's what everybody says. They're sort oh, of really? like, yeah. Well, during the pandemic, everyone was like, you know, they would be like, "There's a meteor coming, but it's not going to hit us." And people would be like, "Fucking hit us!" Right? Deflect it towards us yeah, instead. Yeah. I mean, what, what? What? Why not? Yeah. What's the difference? I really want to start with this, if that's okay. Um, for me, like in the business that I'm in. I notice it's such a strange thing to see and notice now. Well, I mean, all right, let me back up. First of all, technology has helped us in business. I th- I say us collectively, like tremendously. Yes, it has its upsides, its downsides. We're more productive, but are we being too productive? Like there's, there's so much behind that. I don't want to get into that here. But like for me, uh, I remember, you know, I came from a family business, my that's starting this thing back in 1983 where he would literally like take out a lot, like a, 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 what's it called? A, a, a pad of paper, lined rolled paper and take out his ruler and draw vertical lines across the horizontal lines and like, like making a spreadsheet, you know, like literally like hand making a spreadsheet with, a pad and a pencil and a ruler and the whole thing and take like a day or two or three to accomplish what I could do now in 20 minutes, you know, like, are you talking about for like, uh, inventory or what are you talking about? Like creating, like, let's just call it a buy, like put a vendor, you know, vendor one, column one and vendor two and column two and so on and so on. And then the product line downed, the horizontal lines, you know, like just creating this spreadsheet, which because of the computer of how I know how to use it and how it's meant to be used, I'm doing in 10 minutes what he did in three days, you know, like creating the, he's like, no disrespect in any way to that's the way it was, you know, like that's, that was the only option, you know? And you know, make a mistake and erase it or use like whiteout tape to to go over what the mistake was or where it takes, it's, it's nothing now. Like you make a mistake and you just delete it and retype. Right. Is whiteout out of business now? No, it's still a thing. I mean, I even still sell it. (laughs) And people buy it. Yeah. I wonder what they use it for. It's, I mean, it's just productivity is, has advanced so you know tremendously like everything about taking what you can do now at a computer versus what you could have done before otherwise is we can do things so much faster and it uh, that's one example that i'll just never forget like watching him sit there at his desk with a pad of paper and with a like drawing lines with his ruler like using a pencil going down the rule like and it's like, hey, dad, look at this. I just made you this, you know, mm-hmm. in 
two minutes, you know, and it just saved you days of work. Did he ever learn how to use Excel he, or anything? Yeah, before? I taught oh, him. He how did. To, yeah, I taught him how to do. And everything, he picked up on he it. Picked up on it. Wow. Yeah, I taught him how to do all that stuff, and it was funny because. I found him, you know, every once in a while because, you know, like when I got involved, I took over. I did a lot of things he was doing. And then I would come back and find him on the computer, like, like, like browsing the web, <laughs> you know, like wasting time kind of thing. Searching Which, cruises. Yeah, searching mm-hmm. cruises, like stuff he never had time to do mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. because of the advancement of technology and how I showed him how to use it, you know. So I think it's wonderful for those things. Is it making us too productive and too, like, is it making us... The pressure. Uh, expected to get things done too yeah. much done in too little time like maybe you know that you know that's that's part of it um but also on the other side of it like i look at technology with our kids and i love that our kids have chromebooks i love that they can do that and store things in the cloud and not have to carry around books and carry around pads and you know papers and things they could lose and all you know it's always in the cloud and everything but my one beef with this thing is, you know, like with Jonah, like what's the, th- the, the program they were using, IXL or mm-hmm. something like that? Like it's great they can use that technology. He's doing math on his computer, which is great, but he has to like free, you know, hand write things on paper when he's doing the problem solving. But one slip of the finger on the keyboard and it's wrong. And even though he had the right answer, there was a you know a slip up or something happened where he input the wrong information, hit enter. Now he has to go back and start over again. Yeah, it's so frustrating. And what the the frustration that that caused mm-hmm. was just like it turned twenty minutes of homework into an hour of homework for no better reason. Like not that he was getting more done. It was just redoing what he already knew, but hit the wrong key or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's great and it's negative and you know it's its own ways you know for whatever it may be mm-hmm. yeah i think totally one of the things i was thinking about when when we were planning this episode was it does not sound profound at all but for every negative thing about technology there's a positive for every positive there's a negative i mean it is truly such a dichotomy what it has done for our yeah i don't necessarily agree with that i would say more it's like for every two positives there's a negative or every five know. positives there's a negative you know I, I mean if that was the case it wouldn't exist like it wouldn't be here we, i you don't know. think that's true i don't think that's true i think it obviously is here because it's powerful something powerful isn't always just positive no i think it's more i i i think it works you know like i think I think it's more, yes, it's powerful, but I think it's more than powerful. I think it, you know, like, like what I, my example before of cutting out three days of work in 20 minutes, you know you know what I mean? Like it, it works. Yeah. But I could, I could come back at you with anything you said with a negative, anything okay. you say, I could say a negative, whether it be about the kids, whether it be about, you know, time and, and the fact that you're never off the hook for anything. Um, you know, I know that businesses will email or companies will email their employees, you know, on a Saturday, on a Sunday, and they know that they're going to get it. They know there's no, you know, it's not like where you have to wait till Monday to go in to talk to somebody. It's, I really do believe that for every positive there, 
I think it's such a mixed bag. Yeah, I don't know if it's one to one, but uh, we can disagree okay. on that. But but maybe that's true. Like I don't know. Back before businesses were using computer, like did did a company call their employee on a Saturday and say, "Hey, I have a question about this," or did they just you know they can? Well, email if they're not home, know. they can. It can ring and ring, and you don't pick up. Right, you turn your right. answering machine off. That was one thing you could turn your answering machine off, and there was no picking up. Now you know you text somebody if it says delivered, it was delivered. Mm-hmm. But for me, also, you know, I don't think you deal with this as much. But all throughout the day, I am getting notifications. You know, I'll be going about my business, you know, doing my work or whatever I'm doing, and all of a sudden. One of the kids' grades will pop up on my phone. It, like, just pop up because mm-hmm. that's the app. And I guess you can shut it off. I don't know. But just pop up. So if a kid hasn't, if one of our kids hasn't handed in a homework assignment, again, good and bad. I'm glad to know it. I, I, I would have liked to have waited until I checked it. But at the same time, it's like, fine you're going about your day it's okay you know it's it's not so bad and right like you don't want to be in a situation where you're like sitting there and getting your nails done or your hair okay. done uh, no, no, and no. then a thing pops up a uh, uh, good i that, hope like, you ruins I, hope, your experience. I really hope that you because that's what i do with my day oh i can't uh, i really I listen, hope, i'm just kidding don't like, you dare edit that out don't you dare edit that out but seriously if i'm in the middle of something you know i could be doing an interview i could be and, and I check my phone from time to time because, look, my kids are, you know, unless they're all in the house, I am keeping my phone on. I am, you know, so I, I am a little bit jealous of our parents in the sense that there was none of that, right? Like my parents, and again, it's good and it's bad. I'm so glad that I know if one of them are missing a homework assignment. That's a good thing. I can mm-hmm. get on them and say, go do it. Um, but at the same time at like 11 a.m. on a Tuesday when I'm just trying to get shit done and then I'm like angry for the rest of the day, like, oh, my God, why didn't they get that done? What is going on? What what's what are they missing? Other assignments that I don't know about is it so it, it really does interrupt your flow. No, you shouldn't know every single instance of when something is missing or yeah, a grade is lower than it should be. Like, I guess back in our, you know, our day when we were in school, there was meetings with the teacher for our parents where they would recap and say, "Hey, listen, your son or daughter or whoever." Well, we still have that conferences, but that's, but, but that's how it kind of should be. Like, mm-hmm. like, 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 let's regroup and talk about all these things instead of every single day at eleven a.m. or one a, you know, one p.m. or you know they missed this homework and then two hours later they got a 75 on this test and you know why why did that happen you know Mm -hmm. it should just be a collective thing of like hey let's regroup and talk about what's happening yeah it's all not a constant right you know and on the other hand also i don't know if other parents deal with this or if it's just our kids but i think about I, i did a meme that like went viral because so many people related to this but Ian one time texted me last year. I mean, he texts me all the time from school if something's wrong or he forgot something. Or, but he was literally like, my pants are uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Texted me that in the middle of the day. And I'm like, well, okay, I feel really, I'm sorry your pants are uncomfortable. 
I'm really sorry. But he's like, can you drop me off new pants? And then I'm like, no, I, I, I what? And then I feel guilt that I'm not dropping him off new pants. And then, uh, you know, it, it's just so hard because I can't even imagine when I was, he was in eighth grade last year, when I was in eighth grade, if I, if I was uncomfortable in my pants and I went to the nurse's office and was like, can I call my mom? My pants are uncomfortable. <laughs> and then I would call my mom, right? And she would either be, you know, I would call her at her job or part-time job or I would call her at home and then be like, mom, my pants are uncomfortable. She'd Stop like, everything you're doing. She'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> right. Right? But now there's this different kind of, okay, now I know. Now I have three hours, but until he leaves school, do I bring them? Do I not bring them? Am I a mean parent if I'm not bringing them? Right. There's a guilt. Oh, so much stuff. guilt. There's there's a guilt about the stupid shit. Yeah. Like, am I a bad parent because I yeah. didn't bring new pants because the tag is But I definitely would never have even thought like I'd have been like, ugh, I have to get up, I have to go to the nurse's office, I have to explain to her that my pants are it's this immediacy that is it can be really negative, really bad. What does this have to do with technology? I forgot. That that they have the means that to they have the means contact to you. do that. They, right. they, literally anything they're thinking through the day, they will mm-hmm. text me. Right. And and sometimes I'm glad to hear it. I mean, I sometimes check in on them in the middle of the day if I know, you know, they they were having a hard time the day before or whatever. But it is there's too much accessibility. Too right. Well, much. like you said, it's one to one on the there for every positive, there's a negative, right? Like, I love the fact that if I know one of the kids has a bad day and I can text them at 11 a.m., I know they're in school, but they're going to get that text. And I just want to say, hey, how is your day going? Are you OK? Right. But that if they say it's not good, what are you going to do? OK. Right. But. OK. Right. But. There's the accessibility that I want to be involved with, mm-hmm. and then there's the ones that I don't, right? So mm-hmm. it's that one-to-one ratio of it's great and it's not mm-hmm. for I, all those reasons. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moving past that, is there a technological advancement or discovery that you really would like to see in your lifetime? Fuck yeah. Okay, tell me. Well, so mine are very... What, like Instagram, like built into your head without having a phone? Like AI shit? You know what? Actually, that you say that, listen, I love Instagram. I love... I I don't love Facebook. I really, really don't. I find Facebook to be... I I really don't like Facebook. I love Instagram. I love TikTok. I I, I don't post... TikTok? I don't post on TikTok, but I absolutely love Oh, just like killing time. Love it. Like flipping through. Love it, love it. Um, I love Twitter. That's where I get all my news. Instagram is the one that I... You know, that's my platform. I, Mm. you know, communicate with people. I make friends on there. Like our listeners DM me on there and we have conversations. It's the best. But at the same time... My job, quote unquote, is I'm never off. I have two jobs where I'm never off. I'm a mom and I'm a, I don't know. I don't even know what my title is. On Mia's applications, I had to write my what my title is. I was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm a, no, po- I'm a no podcaster. There's no podcaster like checkbox? But that's not even it. I'm not just a podcaster, <laughs> know. you know, social media, all these things. That, I don't know. And I Author. love. Author. 
I love what all of this has done for stay-at-home moms, stay-at-home parents, that you can have this career, uh, you know, blogging or being an influencer or all of these things that you can do online now and make a living and still be home with your kids. I think that's amazing that so many people are not having to work a nine-to-five job who who don't want to, mm-hmm. and you can still build a business and make a career. Right, so thank, thankful to technology that we have the the opportunity totally to be able to do these things right. while you're a stay-at-home parent. Right. Yeah. But I do know last year, and I don't remember the date, although I'd like to celebrate it every year, there was a day when Instagram and Facebook were down. I remember this. Yes. You couldn't access it. Right? And for the first five minutes that it happened, I was like, oh, shit. I have to do advertisements. I have to, holy fuck. And then when I knew it was happening to everybody, it was like the best day of my life. Because I couldn't post. I couldn't check. I couldn't do anything. And not that I don't love doing it. I do. I love the relationships I have. I love talking to our listeners. I love all of that. But mine comes without a break. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And with technology, this kind of technology, the social media and everything, look, we're used to an on-off switch, right? You can turn your kids iPhone on and off. <laughs> you can't turn the kids off. <laughs> that's right. Or I thought you were going. Right. No. Well, no. That that would be good. Yeah. Maybe that's the technology we need in the right. next twenty years. But so many things you can turn. You were used to, especially growing up in our time. You can turn it on and off. You can set a timer or whatever. Social media. There's no on off. Or there's no timer. Sure, you can turn your phone off, but everybody's still there. You're just missing it. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> for me. That day was a holiday, you know, it was because and every it was a true holiday because on every other holiday, I'm on social media, I'm posting, I'm and there are times now we're here and there, I'll take a day or two off social media and people are so cool. They're so they're like, you take as much time as you need. You know, my first story post when I come back is always, I'm so sorry I was gone, you know. Yeah, but do you come back to like hundreds of messages like waiting for you yes but not mean like where the fuck are you no not at all but just it's like more shit like you gotta are do. you okay no but not even yes. that just like a shit question i have to do or a comment sure. or whatever sure and 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 they build up and you know just like anything else you right you take time off it builds up and you don't want to ignore anybody and then if you ignore them they're like oh well she's you know not communicating with us or but that day to me was if i could have that once a month so where, there, there needs to be like n- no social media day. I would like, love that as a holiday. Obviously, or, that's never going to happen because they make a million dollars. I shouldn't even say that fifty million dollars every day. So they're never going to shut it off. But yes, if there could be a day every month 
where social media just shuts down mm. and they're like, okay, guys, time to recharge. We're not here right now, right. you know? Just like every TV show, every, you know, everybody takes off a day at some point. Break. There's no break. Right. And that is not healthy, right? That's not healthy, especially when that's how you run your business because you don't get vacation time. You don't get holidays. You don't. That's it. If you, if you stop building your, you know, your base, your customers, your whatever, that's on you. Mm-hmm. So. All right, so we need a break from social media, like yeah. once a month or two days a month, or I would, whatever. The I would be is. so happy right. if social media shut down. Right. You know, for kids too, they need that. Yeah, of course, a brain break, and I just feel like that should like be like we were a law. Before, like go make a fucking mixtape for a right. weekend. I just think that that should be a law. That like that <laughs> let, that con- no, I'm serious. That Congress should legislate that once a month there is you. You can't log in. You just mm-hmm. can't. And you just, that's okay. a day to... I like it. Yeah, I mean, like so many religions and everything, right? Like your know, Shabbat on Saturday, you know, this God's day on Sunday for, you know, Christians. So we need God's social media day. We just, just, I don't know, call it Kim Kardashian day. I don't <laughs> care. Just one day where you're not feeling compelled to, if I don't post, oh shit, I'm behind. Mm-hmm. So yeah, everything shuts down. You need to rest. One like day. my mom says, when she, uh, you know, she gets up at twelve p.m., one p.m. You know, sometimes I'll like text her at five forty-five p.m. and her reply back will be like, "Not even God is up right now. Why are you <laughs> texting me?" And and I truly feel like that. Like there has to be, and it's not, it's not normal not to have a, a designated break for something. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. I agree. I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Contact the. Uh, you can't contact shit on Instagram, Facebook. No <laughs> one know. fucking gets back to you. Wait, contact Congress. The only one who can do can, this is do Dolly Parton. Why? Because she's Dolly Parton. Okay. She can do so anything. Contact her and Congress and all your elected affiliates. And mm-hmm. is that a thing? Elected affiliates? Is that a right? Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. I would have said Bette Midler, but she's not Bette Midler. She's not dead. Bette Midler's <laughs> very much alive. Betty White. Right. Dead. She could have done it. Yeah, but, but Betty Dolly White Parton still would can. be like posting with her like like a selfie, like hot picture. She could herself. post all day yeah. long. <laughs> I don't care. I'll, well, that's I'll, not fair. She should have a day off too. She should. Okay, let's move past the uh, social media and the phones and all that kind of stuff for a second because for me, what I would love to see in our lifetime is more of the advancement on nanobots. Do you follow the nanobot? trend and what's going on with the nanobots i do <laughs> okay tell me what you think about them I, I, <laughs> <All right. laughs> I think they're body they're nano-y right so nanobots are tiny 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 like millionth of a meter size little things like the size of bacteria and viruses like mm. that's how little these little computers are right so there's been huge advancements so far with these things, right? So we can actually, like, it's possible for these things to go in and, like, kill cancer cells, go into it, like, be injected into bodies and, like, kill the bad cells, right? Or regenerate good cells. Or, like, there are tiny, tiny little things that can go in and do things. Like inner can. space with yes, uh, Martin very, Short? Yes. Is that Martin Short and yes. Dennis Quaid? Yes. God damn. Yeah. I mean, 
I'm not that you impressed. You want to have sex with me right now. I, <laughs> I mean, I always do. want to have sex with you, but I'm not that impressed. You want to have sex about with me right that. now. <laughs> uh, that we should watch. We should show the kids that. Yeah, I. I mean, it's it probably it looks probably so yes, ridiculous, so dated and so bad yes. at this point. Yeah, but it's such a good movie. But but yes, that's, space. That's the point. But they're right? robots, so they're little tiny, tiny little robots that go in and can do almost it. Like they can go into developing countries and literally clean groundwater and take out all the shit that's in there that makes it not drinkable and make drinkable water for people. Like there's endless possibilities for these things to do. Where right? do, where are they? Where do they mean? live? <laughs> they don't live. Is there like Nanobotville? <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like where are they? Are they storing them somewhere? Are they? I, I don't, I don't have the answer as to where uh, they live. That's bullshit. You should have gotten that. It's already been happening and it can only get way, way better. This isn't right. an Elon Musk thing, is it? No, but it could become no. to that level. Okay, but I don't want Elon right. Musk in charge. So, like, right. So it can do all these wonderful things. It could even, like, we inject these nanobots into people and link their brain to the cloud. Like, link your brain so that the whoever is monitoring your brain activity within the cloud can say, hey, there have early onset dementia. We can fix it with these nanobots because we that's have some black all mirror these. shit. This is real. Like, yes. okay, but bla- I don't want some black, black mirror shit but, in my but life. Th- it's exactly what it is. That's a perfect representation. of. But what I don't want be. it, <laughs> but it could fix like it could fix you or exactly. Right. Here we go. <laughs> or mm-hmm. who knows? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. One to but, one for every positive. <laughs> yeah. There's a negative. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many beneficial things right Mm -hmm. but i don't want to be around for the singularity which is what this could become and that's where the or comes from i mean are are you familiar with the singularity at all or okay is this like lord of the rings shit (laughs) i don't know what the fuck you're saying right so all right what that is it so the singularity singularity is a term used for the day that the robots take over they become smarter than humans they can Mm self-replicate they i saw wally Wally, iRobot, the Will Smith movie. Like there's, yeah, tons of that going on. Like it's, the singularity is when they are now smarter than us and we are now the robots for them, right? So like that's the thing. I don't want to be around for that. I think the day could come, who knows? Like, I don't know, but I want to be around for when the advancement of these little nanobots can really help humanity and do things that we never thought possible. So you have to inject yeah. a robot into your body. <laughs> Not uh, like millions of these little y- tiny yeah, okay. things. But imagine like if if you had a billion nanobots in your body that can detect all your cells of your body and get rid of the bad ones, keep the good ones, leave those alone. Like, and you don't have to worry about cancer. You don't have to worry about any like irregular cell development or they, if you have a broken boat, they'll just go in and fix it. Or you have dementia coming on, they just go and fix it. Or you have whatever the ailment is, it's like taken care of like that with a like a little 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 tiny little nanobot. Isn't that cool? Okay. Really? No, I, I don't like it. <laughs> I think it's fucking amazing. Yeah, I mean, it sounds amazing, but it also sounds like some Black Mirror shit. Yeah, it does. I don't like that. Yeah. Nothing good comes from Black Mirror. <laughs> black Mirror shit is happening now. Just yeah, so I know. know. That's it's terrible. That's I don't want the it. Scary thing. Yeah. Talk about social media. I love the show. If you haven't seen Black Mirror, by the way, go now. Like everything we were talking about in this episode, 
all the Black Mirrors. Yeah, except amazing. For the, except for the pig fucker. <laughs> That's episode one, season one. Get past it. Right. It's worth it. But watch it. <laughs> Not with your mom. But I don't even know what the episode is called, but the one that we're talking about where what's her, I, I, the woman who... The, the social media thing where like everybody is rated. Oh yeah. That's a, uh, uh, Ron Howard's daughter, Bryce Howard. Unfucking believable. Amazing. So relatable. That yeah. shit is happening now Absolutely. in the world. Like literally to that extent is happening. A hundred percent. So watch that shit. I it's love it. It's fucking the best. Crazy. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, do you have anything else? Cause I mean, I had a couple things Go ahead. beyond. Go, ahead. Go. I have so much else. But like, I don't want to be like, we're going to have a part two. I don't know. Right. I, I mean, do you want to go into like, who cares? Do you want to do No, it? I mean, it, yes, it would be great to go into, but it would take a long time. I just, okay, I'll go real fast. Part okay. Two. I am, I am a simple person. I don't ask a lot. Okay. I am, um, As I am, per yourself. I am very low maintenance. Oh, okay. I All right. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a few things that I really want to see in my lifetime, and I don't think that they are big asks. Um, I would like to see, first of all, a fucking front facing camera phone that doesn't make me look like a swamp witch. That's happening. With who? The new phones have like 1080p front facing cameras now. I literally want to run away and hide as a troll under a bridge. Like, I feel like I should be collecting money in so, under some bridge for somebody to get through every time I see a front fucking mm-hmm. camera. And I'm trying to have body positivity, and then the camera turns on me when I'm trying to take a picture of the kids, and I'm like, fucking give up. Yeah, that's relatable. I think we could all agree on that and one. Not you. You can't relate to oh, that. Oh, trust me. I mean, it is insanity. Like, I am, I have, I, I, I will accept many things about myself, but the fact that Apple... Cannot make a front fucking camera that doesn't make you want to jump off a cliff is very upsetting to me. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. I I just like I can text uh, Great Britain and it gets there in half a second and you can't make a fucking front fucking camera. I think I think it's happening. I think your dreams are coming true. Okay. They're just trying to fuck with us. (laughs) They don't want us to have any self-esteem. And the second thing. Again, I'm very low maintenance. I'm not asking for a lot. Mm. I would like a fucking TV or a Wi-Fi that works when I am on a fucking airplane. Just because. Oh, my God. If you are not in first class now, first of all, there's no more TVs on the back of the. Well, you don't need them. You have iPads or you have. If the Wi-Fi is working and you have to pay. I don't know how much for the Wi-Fi. And then you say to me, you don't need it. The flight's only three hours. We'll be okay. <laughs> the Wi-Fi is $5. You don't need to spend all that money. Exactly. That's to, what you say to me. Yeah. That's what you say to me. You're like, <laughs> we don't need Wi-Fi. It's only three hours. You'll be just fine. And by the way, to try to even get and access the Wi-Fi when you're on a flight, mm-hmm. like you have to prepare and do things and yes. download it out before you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am running on a platform that is um, make airplanes great again. <laughs> I mean, for real, it is. How an, is it that we are in a magical craft in the sky going 38,000 feet in the air and I can't get some fucking friends on TV? <laughs> There's a really funny comedy bit about this, actually. I want to see it. <laughs> but it's not even funny. Like, we are going backwards on airplanes, right? It is worse. I mean, they go forward. If you were in the 60s and you were sitting on an airplane and you were talking to the person next to you and you guys were like, I can't even imagine 
what airplanes are going to be like in 2022. And they're like chomping on their crackers and their pretzels (laughs) and their whatever. And then they, you know, fast forward to 2022 and you're like, you know, buying crackers for $22.99. And And scrunched up like with the guy in front of you. Right. And even first class, if you can get first class, it's not fucking worth it. But at least you can get some Wi-Fi. I want, I'm in. I don't think the Wi-Fi matters. I'm in 38D. I deserve Wi-Fi too. I don't like the discrimination. It really bothers me. I will give you free Wi-Fi for your 38 No, you won't. Because every time I try to get Wi-Fi on a flight, you're like, we only have two hours and 56 minutes left. You're fine. <laughs> Motherfucker. Next. Go ahead. Please continue with your first I don't think problems. I, I think that was it. I, I'm very low maintenance. That's all I want. <laughs> I just want some fucking Wi-Fi on a plane that works. All right. I, I have a, a little list here uh, talking about technology. Uh, listed as the best tech of the 80s, right? So going back to the 1980s, what was kind of the best technology to come out of that decade? I'm sure you could probably guess if I gave you the option to do so. Or, right, Apple Macintosh. Do you know who Apple is? Uh, Yes. Okay. Microsoft Windows, fuck them, because they just ripped off the Apple Macintosh anyway. I mean, they're graphical user interface. Is that Bill anyway, Gates? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fuck that. Sony Walkman, which we talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember VHS or Betamax? Were you part of that debate? I always had VHS. I never had, I never knew of Betamax. I don't Did know you? what Betamax is. That was the competitor to VHS. It was like VHS and Betamax. Could you play that in a VHS player? No, it was mm. two different things. It was like a mm. war and VHS won. No, That's I, why we all I, had. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. All right. Number five, which I thought was fun, was the clapper. One of the biggest technology advancements to come out of the 80s. Oh, my God. (laughs) Imagine it being in the 80s. You could plug in a thing. And what was the thing that you could put on your thing in your car? What? What, Remember the thing you put on your, um, your, uh, what's the wheel that you turn? Your steering wheel. Remember the thing? (laughs) The wheel that you turn. (laughs) I'm thinking of like a kid's like. No, what was that? The, the. um, Oh, oh, right. The, uh, the low jack thing. The, the the hook, the. The, oh my God, what is happening to me? The. Yeah. So you put it on your steering wheel so nobody can steal your car. Right. Yeah. What was that? I don't remember the name. Okay. Right. That was before alarm systems. Okay. So the Game Boy, obviously in the 80s, CDs, which replaced those cassettes we were talking about. Remember the ca- the Casio calculator watch? <laughs> Did you know Yes. Of? I have my, my grandfather no, always I wore knew, the calculator watch. Yeah. Coming. Oh. My grandfather, my Zeta. And Nintendo, obviously. And the artificial heart was an 80s invention. Pretty incredible. Mm -hmm. But technology from the 80s that kind of never took off, which I thought were kind of fun, was the briefcase alarm. Because you can imagine all those yuppies in New York with their briefcases, Mm. right? So if somebody stole your briefcase, you can let the mugger grab your... uh, they, They use the term mugger, by the way. Okay. Back, back in the 80s. Let the mugger grab your briefcase as he escapes. Punch a code on your transmitter. Vision cloudening red smoke billows forth as ear piercing shrieks sound. So that was kind of your anti theft device, right? So wait, remember being at a pool when and people would be like, Don't pee, it's gonna be <laughs> yeah. red there. Yeah. Don't pee, it the comes out red. Yeah, of course. And I was like, Yeah, okay. So I have st- peed in every pool I've ever been in. <laughs> if somebody steals your briefcase, you just log it into your transmitter and it will be engulfed in red smoke and alarms and all that kind of stuff. Never took off. Okay. The next one was the vibrating sauna. 
for all of you stay-at-home moms in the 80s. Oh, you're going to get so much shit for this. <laughs> I'm, making, I'm making jokes here. It's, yeah, no, uh, that's not a joke. No. Well, uh, imagine, uh-huh. okay? The 170-degree, $6,000 Vibrasone body, body conditioner has a face fan, built-in stereo system, and adjustable vibrator. So it's like one of these tanning bed kind of looking things that you put yourself in. That's like this vibrating bed with heat and a, a uh, what's it called? A face fan and built in step. Like you can spend your day doing that. I have Isn't a question nice? for you. <laughs> okay. Have you ever been in a tanning bed? No, never. Really? No, never. Why would I? I don't know. I mean, it was a big thing in the early no. 90s. No. No, never been, never Before tanned. prom, I went in a tanning bed every day for like three weeks. I never tanned. I never spray tanned. I never, I, I sun tanned. Oh my God. I did, so, oh God, it was awful. And then I used to put the oil on me. First of all, look at me. I am. <laughs> no, I'm not laughing at you. I, I you just, should be. I just thought about uh, Ross on Friends going into right, the t- right. spray tan mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was huge. When I was going to, prom i spent many an hour in a t- and there were no airpods or anything you were just in there laying there for a half hour claustrophobic in some well now you do those um those, what are they the relaxation pods or whatever they are i don't do any of that i can't afford it now that i'm on a budget <laughs> uh, <laughs> my relaxation pod is just like my fucking bathtub all right, I had stuff here for the '90s. Too. I'm bored of it. Like, all right, I, yes. I have I have a few things. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah you do it because mine, right. mine are kind of boring. Okay, in what year did the cordless phone come out? Cordless regular phone. Mm-hmm. Nineteen eighty-seven. Nineteen eighty. Nineteen eighty. Oh, way off. This is a little throwback. That's early. Like we never had a cordless phone that. Like we, they said it was in in, in 1980. There were 50,000 cordless phones sold. In 1982, there were a million cordless phones sold. Yeah, but I we didn't have a cordless phone. We had the cord phones for a long time. Well, you might have both. You might have had one cordless. No, and then the rest were cords. It had to be closer to the 90s than. I don't think so. Yeah. I think you're remembering wrong. Yeah, maybe. Uh, how long did it take for a letter to go from sender to receiver via the Pony Express in the mid 1900s? <laughs> like literal. So Pony, Pony Express? Express was the fastest form of. There were lots of different expresses. From, all right, from where to where? It doesn't matter. They had places all over the place. Two it was weeks. Ten days. Okay. Now. What do you do if, like, you you're, you have something that isn't going through within two seconds? Like, remember the other day I couldn't get an email to go through of Mia's application stuff to mm-hmm. her school, and I'm texting you. I'm like, did it go through yet? Did you see it? Did it mm-hmm. go through yet? Yeah. And, it, yeah. and, uh, and, and I'm, like, mad as hell <laughs> that it took four seconds for it to go through. Right. And the fucking Pony Express, like, literally, by the time the Pony Express got there, you, you know, you, your your father went from ill to dead. Like there was no, it was, and now we have no, we're like, oh my God, are my wife, I wasn't working for 10 minutes. No, it's everything is instantaneous. You instantaneous. need to work now. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. Here's, okay. We are about to see everything. This will be the thing we end on. We are about to see 
everything about our personality by these questions. Okay, our differing personalities. Okay. okay? Right now, how many unopened emails do you have on your phone? Zero. Zero. Yeah, I have a thing about the red dot circle with the number on my apps. Would you like to guess how many I have? Yes, 26,000. No. I have (laughs) 11,956 unopened emails. I was not being, I was not exaggerating. Right. I know that you don't. Okay, I haven't checked this yet. How many tabs do you have open on your phone? Hold on. Look. What? I believe you. I know. No, 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 no. I I just want to show you that on my phone, I have zero red circles. That's some serial killer bullshit. Zero. Mm -hmm. That that bothers me. I don't Mm -hmm. like seeing those things. And what pisses me off is like, I I have like the Twitter app. I, I check it once a month. Maybe like I'm barely on the thing and it'll, it'll, it'll all of a sudden have a, the, the red dot with a one or two notifications and it's nothing I even want to see. So I have to go into the app, open the app, look at the notifications, click it, close the app. Like, I don't care about that. Like, how do I get rid of that? Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 I never get rid of that. shit. I don't, I don't, I know I can't stand. Okay. How many tabs right now in Safari yeah. do you have open on, on my your phone? phone? Yeah. Five. How do you know? Go check. How do you know that off the top of your head? Because there's certain. I didn't look. I just asked. I'm going to tell you how look. many I have. Five. Oh, well, how do you know that? Because I know what I have open. What's how do you know for- that? Okay, so I cleaned mine yesterday. I did the because I saw a TikTok about it. So I cleaned all my tabs. Right now I have 21 tabs open. <laughs> okay. And the next one is. Look right now in your settings. What is your average screen time for this okay. for a week? How do I do that? Screen time? Settings and then screen time. Settings and then screen time? Mm-hmm. I don't see. All right. Screen time. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. How many? How much? One hour, 15 minutes. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Look. Damn. I don't use I think my you phone. are a serial killer. But I don't use my phone. Like, I don't... For what? Like, Okay, I, guess what my average screen time <laughs> for the week is. Wait. I, first, I want to know how many hours of the day are you awake? Oh, I will murder you. <laughs> no, but seriously. What does that mean? You're probably on your phone six hours a day. Eight hours and 40 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> but I'm working. Uh, I know. Right. Uh, but okay. Not, I don't work Last on my question. Phone. Okay. What podcast is on your podcast app right now that you are last listening to? Okay. That would be Stuff You Should Know. Of course. Which episode? The Cow Clowns Wank. <laughs> Doppelgangers. Hey. Hey, you. You're. It's cut off. Mm. Well, There's they should really know. find out how it works. Not cut shit off. <laughs> They're halfway there. Doppelgangers. Hey, you. You're me. Yeah. Okay. I, I stopped listening. I was like, wasn't a good one. Okay. But it's a great, it's a great podcast. Mm-hmm. It, it is. Why it am is. I? Yeah. I'm not. No, it's good. Yeah. Shouting it. They don't shout out for me. Okay. No. Uh, yeah. Mine is the Sunshine Place. It's all about the Sinanon cult. The what? Sinanon cult. What's Sinanon? It's a true. Uh, it's a, it was a cult that took place in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Okay. Awful, terrible cult but i like cult podcasts. right sure Mm -hmm. next 
Oh, there's more? You don't have any more questions? I mean, I have lots, but uh, we're like really far in. All right. So I, this is our longest episode ever. Which no. Is, it is. It's an hour and 20 minutes so far. Well, and the last thing I was going to say, because obviously you can't hit on technology without being like, how much screen time do your kids get? Right? right. You like that voice? Yeah, it's great. So honestly, we have never been, I mean, it's uh, embarrassing how much. We've, all right. We've never monitored mm-hmm. our kids' screen time. Mm-hmm. We've never taken their phones away. Have we? No. No, we have not. <laughs> Mia did uh, delete social media over the summer right. on her own accord, and she has not gotten it back. But go ahead. Okay. We have not done the things you're supposed to do. We that mm-hmm. we have not punished our kids mm-hmm. with taking their phones. Mm-hmm. I consider that a punishment for us if Agreed. we do so. Agreed. So... Um, that's like double punishment because first we have to talk to them about everything and then we have to deal with them because they don't have social media and phones and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So we are not out there to advocate how to parent and treat your kids mm-hmm. with technology and their phone. We- and I would love to be like, and our kids are doing great. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they're sometimes yeah. doing great and they're sometimes not so much. But, you know, like... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. I can't. Who knows? Nobody knows. Okay, but I was going to say, so when we, when our kids were babies, right, we were very much like, we're going to give them screen time and it's Whoa. going to. There were no phones when they were babies. May was born in 2005. The iPhone came out in 2007. Okay, TV can be screen time. Oh, you're including like TV. iPads can be screen time. iPad is way past after the iPhone. No. <laughs> 2005, 2008. It's pa- no, no way. 2007 was the iPhone. I don't know what year the iPad was, but it was after the Are iPhone. You sure, I'm 100 percent sure. No, because Mia was a baby and we were in Cape. Something. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter when Steve Jobs gave the announcement fine, of the iPhone. Fine, even TV. Okay, we were very much like, okay, she watches a lot of TV, but she's watching Baby Einstein and it's educational, <laughs> right. right? We had every Baby Einstein, Baby Galileo, Baby Bach, Baby Mozart, yep. Baby we had all the babies, all the babies, yep. and we were like, she's watching Baby Mozart and she's learning and they're educational and whatever. So, and we front run that lawsuit. Okay, okay, so <laughs> you're, you're stealing my thunder. Sorry. So the New York Times says, skip the educational videos. Okay, so that's like really what was keeping us together at that time was like, okay, they're educational. Products like Baby Einstein DVDs and other videos marketed as helping babies' brains grow have been linked to developmental issues, sleep problems, and delays in learning essential skills like vocabulary. Oh, okay. That's bullshit okay, too. Okay, wait. However, okay, wait. This is the next part. Is that, um, under pressure, Disney announced that they offer refunds of $16 up to four DVDs. Like what I'm saying, they, it winds up being a hundred million dollars. What I'm saying is that like, yes, we, we gave our kids screen time. We were trying to do it the right way. We were but like, okay, not it's because a- we thought these videos were going to yes, enhance developmentally. I disagree. Oh, come on. You I bought was, into that? I did not think you did. Like, I, I, I was very much like, okay, it's better than, look, I didn't want, I hated Barney. I hated Teletubbies. I hated right. all that stuff. This was not annoying. This was actually soothing. Oh, no, like, I really thought. And keeping our daughter, like, entertained and happy. But it was our, it was, and our two sons. We did it with all three. Whatever. But I never for once thought, oh, they're going to be smart no, because they're watching I this I definitely shit. felt less guilt that they were watching that. Meanwhile, Versus my mom. Barney. 
uh, just just in general. Right. You know, just like being in front of the TV, right? Like watching, I don't know, Chandler Bing on Friends. Or <laughs> now I'm like, they should have been watching Chandler Bing on Friends. And my mom always got so much shit about, you know, when I was younger, all the movies I used to see. And I always talk about it. And it's a big part of my life. But Best Little Horace in Texas. I could have been showing the Best Little Horace in Texas. It would have mm-hmm. been better than Baby Einstein. And I would have enjoyed it so much more. So, like, my point is. Mm-hmm. Get to the point. We never know. Like. Just fucking do what you need to do. Right. You know, and I mean, no I, I, I don't know. I just feel like there's so much guilt and shame about you got to get shit done. Put your fucking kid in front of, you know, I don't know. Uh, wh- what is it? Uh, Abbott Elementary or, you know. <laughs> this is not expert advice, by the way. We're just talking our shit the uh, way we do things. <laughs> please don't sue us. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, like my mom, you know, I think people are always like, Best Little Horace in Texas. My, 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 mom, my mom used to take me to every movie ever. And you turned out perfectly. Perfect. Yes. But no. All you need is some Wi-Fi on a flight, and you're perfectly uh, done. I don't plate. think that's too much to ask. I really don't. I think that is really, really insane. <laughs> but I just feel like, look, I know there are a lot of people out there right now who have young kids who are like, oh, God, I, I put them in front of the TV for six hours a day or whatever. And, you know, I even picked up Jonah from a play date today and she's like yeah they got the max screen time amount and I'm like you have a max screen time amount <laughs> but basically what I'm saying is look in five years there's going to be another study out where something is fucked up and nobody knows and you know you don't need to show them Dahmer the new like murder documentary but you know Dolly Parton not so bad mm. right <laughs> friends Chandler Bing Ross Geller Monica Geller not so bad like I am very much of the fact of like, sh- just show them happy, wonderful stuff of very talented, funny, amazing people about friends who love each other and will do anything for each other. And it's all good. Or show them Dahmer now so they're prepared in life for all the negativity that's going to happen. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Now you're just getting too comfortable. <laughs> Going back to the baby Einstein thing, by the way. Fuck the studies and the research and the, the payouts and all that shit. I mean, listen, it's a it's a it's a it's a cartoon with some music. Well they had That's, to take it for what it is. They had to in their um I don't know, lawsuit, whatever they're penalized, they had to take out the word educational I from mean, their videos. Come on. Like if they put out in their advertisements educational programming for kids, blah, 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 like whatever. And then you watch it and you're like, my kids aren't smarter because they watch this. I'm going to sit. Well, they said the opposite, that it was detrimental to them. I mean, like, Mm -hmm. come on Mm -hmm. guys. Like this is not. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fucking TV show. Mm -hmm. Like like, it's, it's music and drawings and Mm -hmm. kitty cats and bunnies and Mm -hmm. (laughs) like. Mm -hmm. And classical music. Right. Like it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Don't 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 sue anybody if your kid's not smarter because they watched Baby Einstein and they said it would be. And all right, what are we talking about? Okay, rate and review. Yeah, I think we're at the point now. Like we're talking about Baby yeah. Einstein. No, I'm I'm next next time around when my grandkids come and I'm taking care of them. It's fucking best little house all day long. Yeah, they better listen. I think I think our kids are in a place where they understand if they bring their grand when their kids come to the us, oh I'm gonna fuck those kids up they so bad know what's gonna happen I'm gonna fuck those kids up so bad <laughs> I'm gonna have so much fun doing it and I'm gonna give them right back uh, you're gonna have fun be doing like that. here you go now you fix them <laughs> <laughs> all right done 
Hour 30. Wow. I think, this is, I think this is might be our record. Are you, are you editing this tomorrow? No, I'm not going to edit anything because this is like, I'm happy we did this. Like it was just mm-hmm. a fun, fun, like lighthearted, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Now we can go fight off camera. Mm-hmm. Can you try to hack the system and turn this shit off for the next 24 hours? Uh, what? Uh, social media. So we can have a day off. Yeah. Yeah. It's an off button on your phone. That's what it's called. Uh. No, that doesn't work for me. And then put it. I need everybody to put be, a post out there. Be like, shit, what happened? No, Why was Instagram I don't like to miss out hours? if it's not everybody. It's I'm not doing it. I'm a follower. You can pretend. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, we're, all right. We're done. Good night. Right. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> we love you. All right. Uh, wait. Uh, book. Make, make airplanes great again. Book coming out. No, you can't do that. You yet. did already like five episodes. No, ago. No, I didn't. Well, we are having a book come out and it's going to be a fantastic gift for the holidays yes be prepared um, for that there's no technology involved well there was a lot of technology on my see because like, that's the shit like i do all the no, shit i'm in the saying when you buy the about. book you put your technology away and you just oh, focus on each other I thought you meant about making the book and like that was all technology <laughs> on my end mm-hmm. all the shit behind the scenes nobody sees no credit. all right good night everybody <laughs> all right guys love you love thank you. you so much bye have a good night